This is the 10-Minute Contrarian Podcast. This is VP. We are a solutions-based podcast, diving into the world of contrarian investing and alternative finance. You can find us hosted on the No Nonsense Forex YouTube channel, nonsenseforex.com, and podcast players everywhere. Episode 24 is made possible by Blueberry Markets. If you are outside of the United States, this is where you need to be. This week, the crypto market sold off. A lot of people were very sad. Unless you were a crypto trader, that is. Traders get the best of it. There's always an opportunity to make money somewhere. And the more you spread yourself out, the more opportunities you get. Blueberry Markets not only has some of the highest ratings you're going to find on Trustpilot and Forex Peace Army, you can now, through MT5, trade not only Forex and metals, but 10 different cryptocurrencies and the top 50 American stocks as well. And if you click the link down below and go to my blog, there is a link inside. If you click that link, you will get yourself a cash bonus and you will get your own personal customer service representative who will always be there for you if you need them. And there will come a time where you need them. So if you haven't yet, click the link down below and get started. If you are in the United States, I have a place for you to go as well. And you will find that link in the show notes too. It is the 10-Minute Contrarian Podcast, and I'm going to start off by doing something I almost never, ever do, and that is apologize. I'm somebody who means what they say and always feels like it's well-intended, so I don't have anything to apologize for, but I have a big old spreadsheet with all of my podcast topics on it, and the metaverse was on it. And if I would have mentioned it sooner, a lot of people would have made a lot of money, But as I've said in the past, no one expects the Spanish Inquisition, and we did not expect Mark Zuckerberg to come out and make the announcement he made when he made it. We all kind of knew it was coming, but we didn't know when it was going to happen. Sending everything metaverse-related into the stratosphere. And what's more, as I just got done mentioning before, we saw a big sell-off in almost every single one of the top 100 cryptocurrencies, stablecoins notwithstanding, this week. Unless you were a token that had something to do with the metaverse. Then you actually got stronger while everything else was crashing. So initially, I was hoping for some kind of pullback, but I don't think we're going to really get one unless everything just crashes at the same time. Because I think people know that the metaverse is going to be a big part of our future, whether we want it to or not. And because of that, there's really no reason to sit there and try to swing trade this thing. You know, just put your chips down, be patient, and try to be an early adopter. And uh, you can look at it two different ways. Is it sad or is it exciting? You know, it is sad in a lot of ways because an alternate reality, detached from real life, should not be a big part of our future. Uh, But let's be honest, it's going to be. It already has been. Starting out with things like The Sims and Second Life, and gradually making its way into MMORPGs. So a fully built-out metaverse is the next logical step. And the younger the generation, the more indoors they have been inclined to be. The more problems with social awkwardness, collectively, they have had to deal with. You know, for some of the older generations, if we were ever feeling ostracized in any way, or felt like we didn't have a lot of power or a lot of respect, or just felt like we couldn't compete in regular society. You know, there were outlets we could go to, but they were relatively temporary. 
you know, as we grew up, we kind of had to fight our way out of these holes and just kind of figure it out. You know, our livelihoods, you know, the future of the species in general relied on this. But soon we're going to have two completely built out worlds, you know, the real one and the fake one. And if you're not doing well in one of them, you can always try the other. This is going to be appealing for many reasons, not just for people who have it rough in the real world, but alternate realities sell. It's why video games do so well. It's why video games are so addictive. It's why fiction books were so popular for hundreds of years and still are. And what we are about to see, in my opinion, and it's still very, very early, but we got to make predictions now. But what I think we're going to see is two very different types of metaverse ecosystems out there. And this is not a bad thing. Choices are always good. You're going to have the Facebook side. And I'm not going to call them meta, and I'm, I'll tell you why in a moment. But if I had to bet on it, what I think you're going to see on the Facebook side is more of a family-oriented, like places where families can get together, places where uh, people can work together, and kind of a more PG-rated you know, Disney version. And Disney already said they want in, so expect them to be there. You know, but that type of ecosystem. And there's going to be plenty of gaming and things like that, too, but... Um, but I think that's the overall vibe that Zuckerberg and company are trying to create. So while the Facebook side is going to be more like Disney World, I feel like the blockchain side is going to be almost more like Las Vegas. Like over there, you can be anything you want to be, but in a much more anonymous way. You know, there's already gambling. There's already concerts. It's already big on fashion. And I think this is all great. Because for the same reason, places like Vegas are great. You know, we all need places we can escape to and let our dark sides run around and play for a little bit. That's certainly not something you want to suppress. But as I alluded to before, these two different ecosystems have one thing in common, and we are all pretty sure they're going to play a big part in society's future. So even though some of us may not be super-duper early adopters, it's probably still really really early in this game. So as early as it is, let's go ahead and take a look at what we currently have in front of us, because that's all we can go by. And as the title suggests, yes, I'm going to break this up into two parts. Now, I've already gone on about the metaverse for six and a half minutes now, and we haven't even gotten to the, the actual investments yet. But I want to divide it up into the more normie Facebook side of things in this episode. And then in next week's episode, we will tackle the more blockchain side. Now, don't leave this podcast. I know some of you don't like Facebook, don't like what it stands for, don't like the dystopian future it may one day create. I understand that. But there are plenty of other companies outside of Facebook that still want to take part in this metaverse. And if they succeed, their stock prices will be much, much higher in the future. So let's talk about what we currently have in front of us on this side and then you can decide from there where you go. Now, currently, this is probably one of the least contrarian things I can talk about, but you will get my perspective on it, and we will go outside of a lot of the kind of the common layup, obvious investments when it comes to the Facebook side of the metaverse. Uh, because at the end of the day, as contrarians, we always want to be where most people are not looking. Or in this case, the least amount of people. Because that's where some of the best opportunity almost always is. So we can just start with Facebook, ticker symbol FB. If you want to put your money there, could do worse. Um, but it did go up a lot 
after Zuckerberg made that announcement. It went up a lot for a company that has that kind of market cap. That was tremendous. And I don't know how sustainable it is because I don't know how many people understand just how long this thing is going to take to build out. I think a lot of people think we're going to be playing in a fully developed metaverse in six months. It's not happening. The two biggest metaverses on the blockchain both look like Atari, and one of them's not even open yet. It's going to take time. So for a big macro play, FB is going to be it. But in my opinion, the higher upside lies in the next tier down and the tiers further below that. Now, the reason I won't call Facebook meta is because the ticker symbol meta is already taken by... Currently, the only Metaverse ETF in existence, unless you can find a way to go in the South Korean market, and that is Round Hill's Metaverse ETF, ticker symbol M-E-T-A. Hell of a snag there, <laughs> Round Hill. Nice job getting that ticker symbol when you did. Now, we always like to look at the top 10 holdings on some of these ETFs, and the top 10 here are fairly obvious. Keep in mind, you got to take into account where it's going to be hosted, a lot of the gaming platforms that are going to want to be a part of this, things like that. So what you see in the top 10 holdings of this ETF are companies like Facebook, NVIDIA, Roblox, Microsoft, Amazon, Tencent, Autodesk, Unity, Taiwan Semiconductor, you know, pretty much the obvious, you know, all of the tools that go into building something like this out. If you go further down, however... I think you will find more intriguing opportunities. You know, this particular ETF holds a lot of companies, but I think you really have to scroll down to find the more intriguing ones. One of which is a company called Matterport, ticker symbol MTTR. Now, word is they're already currently working with Facebook, which is huge. But what do they do? They make very realistic renderings of the inside of a dwelling. So let's say you want to sell your house online and you want, instead of showing somebody a diagram, you want to show somebody exactly what the inside of your living room looks like. Well, Matterport has a beautiful way of doing that. So much so it almost feels like you're right there in the room. That's how good their software is. Pretty obvious as to why a company like Facebook would be interested in that technology for their metaverse. No. Now, as a company itself, Matterport went public in February 2021. Uh, the price has been hovering right around the 13 to 16 range for a long time. And then when the announcement was made, it has since jumped up to 28. A large jump? Yes. Uh, an exponential jump? No. Uh, I do think there is some potential here. Now, as a company, they are not yet profitable, um, but they are sitting on a lot of cash. And they are also a buyout target over time. I'm not in this yet, but it is an intriguing play, and it is on my radar, and it is pretty high up on my radar for what it's worth. I'm not a financial advisor. Don't do anything I say. Uh, but simply putting this one on your radar, I do not think is a bad idea at all. One of the nice things I forgot to mention is currently, we only have three major players in the game. We have Facebook, we have Decentraland, we have Sandbox, and they have a really sizable lead over everybody else. So if we just put a few chips down on each horse, we are guaranteed victory somewhere. And that victory, if this is the future we expect, is going to be quite asymmetrical. Now there is a fourth company, on that note, that I want you to put on your radar as well. 
and that is Epic Games. They are the people behind Fortnite, which was the biggest game in the world for years because they created a virtual world at the time and simply did it better than everybody else. It was like 2017, 2018, I don't recall, but the number one most requested Christmas present from kids was Fortnite skins. They know how to capture that demographic. And their CEO has even gone on the record and said, and I quote, no one company can own the metaverse. So Epic's going to want in. Here's the catch. They're not public yet. But if they want to be a real player in the metaverse, like a real competitor to Facebook, they're going to need to go public at some point. So this one is on my radar too. By the time it goes public, probably through an IPO, we can kind of see what the overall timetable of the metaverse is by then. And then you can decide to jump in on the IPO if you want or do what a lot of people do and play the odds and wait for the IPO to tank and then come in and scoop it up off the bottom. Uh, but if there is going to be a fourth competitor here, it would appear that Epic Games has the most going for it in terms of something that is already most of the way built out and knows how to win the hearts and minds of people more than its competitors do. They currently have a large psychological edge over everybody else. Do not undersell this point. This has been something that Silicon Valley has historically not been very good at. And they figure it out over time, but it takes them a while. And the crazy tribal libertarians on the crypto side are no better. And again, I think they'll all get there. But Epic Games is there right now. It's very intriguing. All right, next stock. What do you know about Immersion Core? Ticker symbol IMMR. Well, I don't know anything about it, VP. What do they do? What they do currently is take video games and add the dimension of touch and feel. So that technology that makes your controller vibrate, you know, things like that. Now, these metaverses are already going to be a sensory overload of sight and sound. And there's only five senses out there. So imagine being able to add a third. It seems like Immersion Core is the front runner here based on the technology they already have. It doesn't seem like a really crowded space to begin with, but what it can deliver is huge. Now, Immersion Core's financials look very healthy, even though the price has not reflected that. In the past 12 months, Immersion Core has gone from about 9 up to 14, and has dropped down to about the 6.5 range. And they did not pump up with the Zuckerberg news. So draw from that what you will. Uh, but this is one of the few metaverse potential stocks that is trading at a discount to where it was before. And if you mix that with the potential upside, that is why this one is on my radar as well. Now, this is as far down the rabbit hole as I care to go. You guys know I don't like super long shots. You know, and I like to see something a little more proven before I put my money down on it. However, if you like long shots and you are okay with going the penny stock route here, I will put a link down in the show notes that takes you to an article by MarketWatch that will give you an additional four small and micro cap companies that you may want to try out. And then the article gives you a brief overview of why they might be relevant. So you can see why I'm splitting this up into two episodes. Like we only covered one side of the coin, went over four stocks, one ETF, and gave you a link to four more stocks, to which the majority of these are not on most people's radars. Now, when it's all said and done, which metaverse is going to win, we don't know. But with 
three billion users, whether those are active users or not, still, and with the technology they currently have, and with the companies that are currently working with them, the Facebook metaverse has a really good chance to come out way ahead. And allowing opportunities to make money off of that, simply pass us by, is absolutely crazy. It's a good thing we're not crazy. We're just early. <laughs>